listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Jameis Winston named the starter for the New Orleans Saints, but the Jameis Winston era will have to kick off in Jacksonville because of the damage due to Hurricane Ida. The Saints have had to move their week one matchup with the Green Bay Packers. So now it'll be the Packers and Saints in Jacksonville. And right now on pregame.com, Green Bay is a four and a half point favorite. It's a common question. It's an important question. How much is home field in the NFL worth? Now, the standard answer for a long time was three points. Even teams, home team favored by three. Now, two years ago, not the COVID year, but 2019, the away team had a great season across the entire season, all the away teams. And it really got people talking because the trend line has been home field in the NFL being worth less. Why is that? Well, the stadiums have become mostly more corporate. The the noise in general in the stadiums across the league, not as loud as it used to be, not as tenacious the fans, because it's a different, you know, with the ticket prices and and, uh, seat license, different fans in there, more corporate, less fanatical. Also, travel with the luxury private jets and all of the amenities, and quite frankly, this has become a billion-dollar business where the operations support staff. I mean, the ability to travel is so much more luxurious than it was even 10 years ago. And, you know, you just keep going back 10-year increments. It's gotten more and more uh, – or it's gotten easier to travel and thus less of a burden. AJ, until the Houston Texans yanked your press pass (laughs) – you had you had a lot of access there is uh, when you were in Houston. I mean, can you give us just a little flavor of like how they travel during a away game, like like the type of jet, the you know amenities? Oh, it's it's first class. You're 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 not uh, flying even the Texans. Even the Texans, they they traveled first class. So uh, road games, it's it's not what it used to be like you're not taking a bus and i will say this the road teams this now they're they're saying more and more teams aren't going to be allowed to leave their hotel they're looking at them as business trips because of covid uh so i'm not sure how that will have an effect on things a lot of guys like to bring extra people along with them on their road trips that's not going to be happening anymore which is probably a sign of not being distracted at least for the short term exactly all right so 2019 road teams had a great year overall Last year, road teams had a great year. And you can account for some of last year with the lack of fans, right? Because fans are a big part of home field advantage, not the total amount. Okay, so the plan coming in this season, the projection was home field would be two and a half. We were downgraded a half a point. Now, there's some teams that are more valuable than others at home. New Orleans is on that list. Seattle, Green Bay. That is probably the big three, I'd say. Um, And why? Well, it's the dome in New Orleans. It's the loudness and the weather in Seattle. And interestingly, in Green Bay, it's the field surface. That the grass up there is dangerous. I'm on the field, and Green Bay has a great home field, and they have one of the more extreme home away splits in the NFL. All right, so the Packers, the better team in New Orleans initially, favored by three, now favored by four. Green Bay favored by four with the game in Jacksonville, neutral site. 
Well, RJ, how can you say it's worth two and a half if it goes from three to four? Remember, key numbers in the NFL. Three is the most key number. It's worth about 20 cents, which means it's about one and a half points. So the half point from three to three and a half is worth about one and a half points. Now we'll go from three and a half to four as a half a point. And then there's some four and a halves out there. So really what we're saying is the adjustments between two and two and a half. That still feels a little light to me because New Orleans is one of the better home fields. But that's the market speaking. So maybe my two and a half is a smidge high in general. But we're seeing very clearly key numbers and the value of home field advantage. Any thoughts, AJ? Yeah, I, when I first saw the, the news that they were being moved, I said, wow, this is a big deal because you mentioned two of the biggest home field edges, Green Bay and New Orleans. I mean, New Orleans loses there and Green Bay because they have such a huge home field advantage. Typically, they are a little less loved on the road. So let's talk about that because let's say that let's use an example like the parquet floor back in the day at the old Boston Garden. And let's just say that maybe there were some dead spots as they, the rumors were and that Boston looked abnormally good at home, right? It, let's say artificially good. What does that do to a team? Well, it's going to make them overrated in general. Because what happens is half their game's typically at home, and they're going to look better than they are by, let's say, a point. And then on the road, they're going to look normal. So it's not that they look bad on the road except compared to them abnormally looking good at home. The spread between Green Bay home, in a way, is bigger than a typical team. Thus, naturally, Green Bay seems to underperform on the road. And I think it swung, and I can check it during the break, but Aaron Rodgers, up until like a year and a half ago, had a losing record on the road his entire career. Now think about that. What Supposedly one of the great quarterbacks below 500 straight up on the road. Now, 2-13-3s and threes have swung that a little bit, so let's give him credit. But Green Bay certainly is on that list. What do you think about uh, all the topics, Jonas? How much, does, how much does the humidity in Jacksonville now factor into this? Because they didn't have to worry about that playing in the Dome, and we've talked about it on this show before, that one of the most underrated home field advantages are the teams that play in Florida early on, the humidity early on. How much does that have an impact on this as well, too? It's a great question. My gut feeling would be that New Orleans benefits a little bit just because Green Bay is such a cold-weather team. Right. And in general, when there is that heat and that humidity, it's the second half that matters, and the fatigue sets in. And also, you can get a feel for how conditioned teams are. Patriots oftentimes very conditioned. You know, I don't. I know that's interesting. Do you, do you have any sense, Jonas, of the Saints – or the Packers being particularly conditioned or maybe a little out of shape earlier in the year? I, I think j the question becomes who played their starters more in the preseason? Because mm. there's a difference be between being in shape and being in game shape. And, I, and, I, and my gut would tell me that New Orleans played their starters more because they're trying to find their quarterback as opposed to Green Bay, who maybe didn't play their starters, You know, just approaching this season and, and making sure Aaron Rodgers was 100%. So I wonder if that's a little bit of an advantage just from a – an in-shape standpoint for New Orleans here. Do you feel like that game shape comes from games? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's interesting. 
What do you think, AJ? Yeah, I don't know if I if I agree totally that you can't be in game shape without playing games. I, I think that I think in the NBA you couldn't be, for example, because I don't think you can. Re- I mean, I think Jonas has a good point. You never can replicate the intensity of a game, but I think it needs both, right? You you can't play yourself into shape like Shaq used to. Well, yeah, you can't do that in the NFL. But I think you need to play some games to be. It's a good point. And it, now, what's fascinating though, Jonas is. I'm thinking if you're right, maybe look at the first half, but then the second half is when the fatigue sets in. So maybe it's just a game bet. The first half, Green Bay's rusty. Second half, they're tired. That might. Are we having a Jonas Knox best bet? <laughs> I'm not touching it. An, epi- I, you, an epiphany bet. Listen, anybody that's listened to this show for three years knows anything I touch turns to crap. So I, <laughs> I don't want any part of that. I'm not trying to cost people money. Maybe betting. Maybe betting, but not otherwise. <laughs> I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Aaron Rodgers on the road in his career, 51 and 48. It's a little above 500. Not much. Um, that's regular season. In the playoffs, he's 5 and 6, so 56 and 54. Wow. Wow. And he was 500 exactly until he won three or four road games to end the season. So, like, literally a couple games ago, I'm guessing that's an interesting question. Does Aaron Rodgers retire? With a five a below five hundred road record, I'm saying Ooh. yes. I'll go no. Hmm. You want to bet? <laughs> but, I mean, we got, I mean, if you say no. <laughs> I, all I'm all I can picture is him getting traded to to some horrible football team next year and just having. Well, the... he, he'd he'd do Jeopardy. <laughs> oh, it's true. He might. <laughs> all right. Let's look at how good the Saints are. And has there been any adjustment? So season over under, so 17 games, how many do they win? They were a little below nine wins Monday, so 8.9. And that's just the VIG being adjusted when we do the decimals. Now 8.7. So there's been a downgrade. Why? One game in the home field advantage? No. This is speculating it might be more than a game. And even if it's not, that all of this travel, all of this displacement may fatigue this team. Remember, during Katrina, uh, the Saints had a really bad year. And not judging them, but it's tough to not have a home uh, as a, f- a sports team and not get tired as the season progresses. Saints are 30-1 to to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they were on Monday, now 35-1. to So there's been... A downgrade, a small one of the Saints across the season. And just to repeat, is in game one, Green Bay is now favored by four at New Orleans. And we'll put an at in quotes. It's in Jacksonville, and that's moved up from three. Any closing thoughts? No, and I think actually since, no, the, but. since the show started, I think the line's actually moved to four and a half. Ooh. So there, there's, there's do even. Think, do you think I did that? I'm, it had to have been. What do you think, Jonas? See, I think, uh, yeah, you probably had an impact on the line. I, I, I think say. so, why too. I, you know, I, I mean, I, if nobody can prove us wrong, why not say it? You know. Well, I think someone wants to talk about this. Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. <laughs> I can tell you that. I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. 
Okay. It makes <laughs> there sense. You go. I mean, I'm not going to argue. Yeah. Go ahead, John. Uh, see, I, I want, Sean Payton, I saw the, there were some comments that he made that they could end up missing the first month of the season and, and not play a home Ooh. game the first month of the season. I, I don't know if that's, if that's true, but I also think they've got an early bye week. I want to say their bye week is in like week five or six. To me, this just seems like a problem for New Orleans. That they're going to be, you know, dragging early on. They get that early bye week, and then they're going to have to play what 10, 11 straight weeks in a row without, you know, a potential another day off or another week off. I just wonder if this is going to like the Steelers did last year because yeah. of those dastardly Titans. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mac Jones taking over the reins from Belichick and the Patriots. Yeah, and AJ yesterday had a best bet. Mackenzie, check the updated line on that. It was New England over Miami. And his thinking was the downgrade without Cam in game one, which happened. It went from New England favored by three in that game to two and a half. He says, that's foolish. Mac Jones is vaccinated, thus he's better. That's AJ. And he picked New England. I tend to agree with him. What's the current number? Halfway between three and two and a half, 2.75. So finally, you're moving a number. <laughs> finally. Finally. Okay. We got some additional info on that how Belichick does against rookie and second year quarterbacks. Now, he has covered 65% of his career games. And that is 65, 35, and two, two pushes against quarterbacks in their first year or second year. That is outstanding, 65%. Why is that? Well, complexity. Belichick knows how to hide or disguise coverages, fake them out, and it takes maturity to be able to over, not overcome it because Belichick does exceptionally well against all quarterbacks overall. But rookies and second-year guys struggle mightily, and that's what we got with Tua. And I wouldn't – I mean, Tua had a few good you know, quarters maybe in the preseason, but I don't have any reason to be – are you any more optimistic, AJ, and then we'll go to Jonas, about Tua today than you were a month ago? No. AJ, or I'm Jonas. No, not at all. Nope. Yeah, so I tend to agree, and – if I remember now, Miami played the first game against uh, New England last year, and Tua didn't start that first game. Huh. Mackenzie, check. Did Tua play the, his, uh, any games against New England, or was Fitzpatrick in the second game too? Because I, if, I think you would hope for he didn't play, that, that he hasn't seen Belichick at all, because then Belichick hasn't revealed anything to him. But at most, it's just the one game. He did play the Patriots Week 15 last year. How did he do? They didn't do great on offense, but they won 21 to yeah, 10. But how did Tua do? One second. All right. So also keep in mind as he's looking that up, and then we're going to get to AJ's best bet, is the Jets 
Week two, Wilson, rookie quarterback against New England. Week five, Houston possibly with Mills, rookie year quarterback. We'll see, though. Taylor might be there. Week seven, Wilson again, Jets. Week eight, Chargers, Herbert, second year. Week 17, Lawrence. Oh, is he even a rookie, though? He's like some kind of super rookie. And then Tua again in week 18. So seven possible games against first or second year starters for the genius. Tua's QBR in week 15 was 58. Exactly league average or so. Uh, so not great. All right. Let's let's get this best bet going, Jonas. Yeah, and it's a best bet in the world of college football. And for that, we turn over to A.J. Hoffman. Okay, now remember, A.J.'s from Houston. He's up in Vegas now on national radio. And now he's given his second best bet. I can still pick winners. And I can still make money for all kinds of people back home. Go for it. Yeah, Thursday, tomorrow night, Central Florida and Boise State. And I'm going to take Central Florida minus five. Gus Malzahn, first year at UCF, but he's walking into a ready-made situation. He inherits an all-conference quarterback that got even better in year two compared to his outstanding freshman year. Brings back all five starters on the offensive line, including two all-conference guys. Their offense was dominant last year, and there's no reason to think it won't be again. And on the other side, Boise's breaking in a new defense under a new head coach, Andy Avalos, who comes from Oregon. I think he's eventually going to fix that side of the ball, but I don't think it's going to be fixed game one. Uh, They gave up over 30 points in four of their seven games last year and only forced three turnovers all season long. I've got these teams separated by five points if the game was at a neutral site. Instead, it's at the bounce house in front of 44,000 people. Boise didn't play in front of even a half-full stadium last year. So this is the first time they've been in front of a crowd since 2019. I think that's a big factor, and I think we're getting value on Central Florida minus five. All right, that's a best bet from A.J. Hoffman, who was the champion at pregame.com amongst all the pros, best results in college football last year. Trophies in my office. Very professional presentation. Thank you. I haven't heard that for a while. That was good. A.J. Hoffman. Now, um, I think he brought up a key point that applies to the NFL season two. Point one is, do all the rookie quarterbacks from last year get a slight downgrade because they didn't have to go on the road with hostile fans? And isn't that one of the great challenges of a rookie quarterback, a second-year quarterback, is that road game? They didn't have the hostile crowd. Now, for the first time, they're going to at the NFL. So you look at someone like Herbert, the first road game he plays, it's going to be something he's never faced before. So I think in general, a little downgrade from last year for those guys. I think for everyone, the offense has just had an advantage on the road. And we saw with the scoring. But the ones that would have been affected the most would have been the young ones. And then you got to wonder about, in general, should you be looking to be cautious of road teams in week one and two until a team has played their first road game? Whatever week it is, when it's the team's first road game, it will be for them the first time in front of a really hostile crowd. Preseason doesn't count. Since 2019. So as much as I am going away from home teams and leaning towards road teams because of the trend lines, I think the first road game this season for each NFL team and college team is a danger, danger spot. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 